Step into the world of advertising with FjorgeCast, predicting the most important trends in the advertising industry. Host Tim Barsness dishes on the latest developments within the advertising realm. Tune into the FjorgeCast to receive insider tips and advice from experts within the advertising industry. FjorgeCast is your first stop in hearing about the unique opportunities and challenges advertisers face today. Cranberry Radio is proud to present FjorgeCast with your host, Tim Barsness. Thanks for joining us on FjorgeCast. I'm Tim Barsness, founder of web and mobile development team Fjorge, and today on our show, we will be talking with Matt Stormone about his full-service digital agency, Pure Focus. Welcome to the show, Matt. Thanks, Tim. It's great to be here today. Great to have you. Can you tell us a little bit about Pure Focus? Sure. So Pure Focus is a full-service digital agency. Uh, we started, uh, or I started the agency, it's been eight years now, and our focus is on digital strategies that engage customers with a consistent brand message across multiple devices uh, and platforms with a focus on one thing, and that's maximizing digital ROI. And what drove you to start the agency? Well, to be honest with you, I, uh, I moved out to California. I'm actually a Minnesotan, believe it or not. Um, and I started working for a company that did back-end support for e-commerce companies. Uh, this was in the late 90s. And I learned a lot about what happens after people transact with e-commerce, but I was really curious about how they found uh, the e-commerce or the website in the first place. So that curiosity led me to discover how digital marketing works, and that really drove the last, boy, 16 years of my career. Any summary as to what, what interested you so much or piqued your interest? You know, I've always been a fan of technology, um, and I can remember back in the day uh, when AOL had the dial-up, and the, the curiosity was is that it opened up an entirely new world. So all of a sudden, you weren't limited to your immediate surroundings. Um, you had access to things all over the world. So um, I took that, and, and I started thinking a lot about you know, how people look for and find and ultimately transact business um, in the digital world. So you said you started the agency eight years ago. How has e-commerce changed over the last eight years? Oh, my gosh. Um, it has changed tremendously. So in the beginning, um, I hate to say it was easy, but it was it was simplified. There was a few core things that you needed to do, a few places you needed to be, and as long as you did those, um, you had a you know a pretty good chance at being successful. And now, over the last eight years, we're seeing uh, you know consumer habits are changing. Uh, platforms are expanding, and the you know what I call the customer journey um, has never had as many touch points in between the initial awareness to ultimately uh, the conversion. When you say com- consumer habits are changing, what do you mean? Well, if you look back, you know maybe 10, 15 years ago, there's a few key things, and, and one of those is um, customers had a sense of brand loyalty. So once you, once you identified with a brand, uh, you pretty much stayed with them or you were committed to the, the brand. So you were um, a Ford person or a Chevy person? Yeah, exactly. And 
And now what's happened is, is the consumer is more interested in the brand story. So they're, you know, the product is important, but what's become even more important is the, the brand and their story, their heritage and what they stand for. Why do you think that's so important? Well, I think there's, there's a lot of choice today. So consumers, uh, you know, they're one click away from uh, a new choice, a different brand, um, a better product. And to differentiate yourself, um, you have to stand out from all of the other opportunities the consumer has. And to do that, you have to deliver your story. So it sounds like, you know, you mentioned that you're now one click away from a, a different opportunity. Um, it sounds like access obviously has changed dramatically. Um, do you think that the change in access to diff to varying brands has impacted the consumer positively or negatively? I think it's a catch-22. I think, I think that, you know, where our attention spans have become much shorter and there's a, there's a chance we get into, uh, you know, decision paralysis where we're, you know, we're, we're presented with so many options that ultimately it makes it really hard to choose. Um, and, and it becomes this never ending, uh, research and comparison journey. But I think, you know, for the consumer, it's great to have options. It's just more important for the brand to differentiate themselves or stand out from all of their competitors. Right. And it, it's, it seems like, you know, given the plethora of options that you have, sometimes decisions are made, um, just to decide rather than made, you know, rationally, rationally or predictably. Um, sometimes it feels like having more than one option could be a negative thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I agree to an extent. I mean, I think options are important, but when you have, you know, 10 choices, sometimes it's hard to discern, um, you know, what what are the pros and cons of of all these ten different options? And I think when you get into when a consumer gets into that situation, that's where they fall back on uh, the brand story and what the brand stands for. So all things being equal, they're going to choose a brand that that they connect with that that connects with them emotionally. So, so did we just kind of back into why the story matters so much, or is there more to it? Than that? <laughs> no, I think we did. I mean, um, you know, the story is important. If if you look at some of the best brands uh, today, you know, I, I'm an I'm an Apple fan. I love that brand. And if you think about their tagline, um, it's it's think different, challenge status quo. You don't hear anything about um, iPhones or memory or how much uh how big their hard drives are you hear about their purpose their why and i think that's what brands need to be looking at going forward is you know it's not about uh your product or your feature set it's about your brand story the heritage um why you're here not um what you're offering and that's what's going to continue to connect with consumers and ultimately, I think, separate uh, brands from their competition. The other interesting thing about your 
Apple example is that they actually deliver on their their message, um, or at least they have historically. Would you say that they'll continue to do so? I think so. I think they're um, I think they're doing really well. I mean, they're obviously uh, you know for those that follow them, they're in a period of uh, you know I don't want to say less innovation. But they're in, you know, they're kind of going through more iteration than innovation. But I, I wouldn't be surprised in the next five to ten years to see some really revolutionary products come out of Apple. I can only imagine what that would look like. Um, yeah. Would you say the iPad is a revolutionary product? Oh, I'm torn with the iPad. I mean, I, I think, I think when it first came out, it was, it was pretty slick. But I think, uh, you know, my, my impression is, and I'm an Apple fan, that the, um, the Surface uh, is eating its lunch. You think? Um, I, I think so. I mean, I think, I think people want a two-in-one. Um, you know, I see a world where you could take an iPad, you could plug it into a 34-inch screen, and it turns into your desktop. And I think that's, that's what people want. Um, yeah, right. Typing... You know, typing on those those key, little keyboards. You don't have the mouse. And then you have you have these multiple operating systems. So you're going from iOS to um, Mac OS. And I mean, if I had one wish, it would be the combination uh, of those two into one um, uniformed OS. Would that be a touch first interface for you? I, you know, it's tough to say. I think it's, I think it's got to be, it's got to be touch enabled. I'm still a big fan of, of inputting through external devices. Um, I don't know how much, I think, I feel like touch is limited in that, you know, there's certain things you can do, but when it comes to pinpoint accuracy, you know, Excel documents or um, programming or, you know, using, you're going to need a mouse to do that. Totally. What's the coolest thing you've done in your career? Um, there's been a lot of great experiences, but I, you know, if I had to think back the entire career, I'd say it's um, when I w- when I first moved out to California, I joined the startup. Uh, it was called People Support, and that was the company that was doing the back end support for uh, e-commerce sites. And I was I was the eighth employee, and I think. It was probably about 10 months after moving to California. They offered me the opportunity to go overseas to uh, Manila in the Philippines and begin building a contact center. So the, the chain of, of events, I spent you know, 21 years in Minnesota, 10 months in California, and here I am halfway across the world. Uh, in a different culture, building this contact center, and you know, it was really it was really a great experience. Uh, we grew it from ten to six hundred employees. It ultimately uh, expanded to nine thousand employees, and learning the culture and experience in different culture was a great experience. Sounds cool. Sounds like a lot of fun. And obviously you landed back in California. Um, we need to take a break here, but when we come back, we will be talking a little bit about the product Matt is launching. Don't go away. George Cast with Tim Barsness will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. 
get educated and entertained by our panel of on-air experts and peers. And engage with us anytime by following us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn, so you can reach us before and after every program. Located on our new social shareable live streaming player. Access the new Cranberry Radio live stream player at our website, cranberry.fm. Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjorgeDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with FjorgeCast. Only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to FjorgeCast. I'm your host, Tim Barsness, and I'm here with Matt of Pure Focus. And Pure Focus is launching a product. Matt, can you tell us the name of your product? Yeah, so it's uh, aptly named the Pure Focus Platform. And uh, go ahead. Love it. I was just going to ask what it does. So the Pure Focus Platform, uh, I'll give you a little background. Um, after eight years of analyzing data and watching the transformation in the digital space, um, you know, we really narrowed in on, on content and social media as a really powerful way to reach a large audience. And, you know, as we started, as we started performing those functions on behalf of clients, we started to see some gaps, uh, in the execution of content marketing and social media. So we began building the platform to address those gaps. Um, and how does it address the gaps specifically? So there's a couple of things that, you know, as we were doing that, we noticed. And, and the first thing is, um, you know, typically content and social media is created by a single person or a small team. And what happens is, is you get, um, when it's the same person or the same team, it lacks diversity. So the first thing that we set out to build was the ability to have large teams of creators uh, writing content, creating social media, which ultimately diversifies the voice and allows you to test more types of content and more opinions and thoughts. So your, your tool allows to increase the, the breadth of publishers? Is that what you're saying? 
Correct. It, it increases the breadth of creators so that yep. the number of people that are writing content and what they do is, is they sign up. So you, you join the platform and then the next thing you do is you build out your content team. So your content team could be, um, of course, your marketing department. It could be your employees. It could be freelance writers, agencies, vendors, social media uh, marketers. It allows for you to, to have this large pool of content creators. And then ultimately, they push the content into the platform. And the number one thought is, well, I don't know if I really want a bunch of people putting content out. Well, to fix that, that challenge, we created user roles, which allow the creators um, the ability to create draft content and then a singular or multiple managers to approve the content to be published. Got it. Who is the platform ideal for? So the platform is ideal for uh, medium to enterprise businesses uh, ranging in teams from five or more content creators. And it's best suited for uh, brands who are looking to uh, either get into content marketing or have an existing content marketing program and are looking to expand uh, the quantity and, of course, improve the quality of the content they create. Got it. Um, I know you said the platform is currently in beta, right? Yeah, it's in a private beta where um, right now we're focused a lot on training the intelligence. So the, the second part of the platform that we felt was really important was, um, you know, we had these questions. What do I write about? How often do I post my content? Um, you know, what are the topics that matter to my audience? And being a data-centric company like we are, um, we really have got dug in deep to um, looking at different ways to analyze the content and extract meaning and patterns, which ultimately, as you begin using the platform and publishing content through it, the feedback loop is going to analyze the content performance and begin making recommendations as to uh, the right person, the right time, the right message, the right medium, and so forth. How much volume do you need um, to be able to make those recommendations? Well, initially, it's going to, I mean, I would say you need about 30 days of daily content posting. But we also have the ability to pull in your analytics data through the API. So for brands who are just starting out, one of the first things we recommend will recommend is they connect their analytics account to the platform. And then we can pull in 90 days of historical data and start looking for patterns and opportunities within the existing data. Got it. Very cool. Uh, where do you see the platform going from here? I mean, obviously you have to get to launch, but yeah, I think um, you know the ideal thing is is we're looking for an intelligent marketing platform. Um, you know, as as an agency who's you know been using tools for um, eight years, and myself, I've been using tools for twelve years. Um, we didn't want to go to market with another tool. Um, what we really feel like marketers and uh, brands are looking for is they're looking for a solution. 
So ultimately, that's what we're trying to build is, is not another tool, but an actual solution that will guide, enhance, and improve uh, their marketing efforts. I think that's, that's really important to recognize that what the market needs is probably not another tool. Yeah, correct. I mean, we have, I, I was counting the other day, and we have probably about 25 tools that we use to perform our agency work. And, you know, it's the same, it, it, it's like with data, right? We don't need more data, we need insights. And being in, in digital marketing is, um, I mean, I'm 70 hours a week and I can barely keep up with all the changes and advancements. So the last thing a marketer wants is another platform or another tool that they have to check. Um, what they're really looking for is, how can you make my job more efficient, make it easier, and ultimately provide better results? And that's, right. that's our long game with the platform. Exactly. The other thing, you, you, know, you mentioned the plethora of tools that you, you, your company uses. Um, the other thing that I'm noticing with these tools is that they are, free up to the point where you become dependent on them and then they're probably <laughs> more expensive than you can probably afford. Yeah, I, I mean that's the that's the that's how, you know the buy-in. It's the it's the free to free to try or free to use um you know with features uh requiring paid. Uh, and I think you know I think that's the that's the choice you have to make and that uh, you know I think for a lot of people um, Salesforce has a great model. It's you know it's per seat, um, it's a acceptable fee, and I think as we evolve and and you know as tools and and uh, solutions evolve, it's it's all going to be about value. So it's not. I, I don't think you know free trials are nice for trying out a product, but if you can demonstrate value immediately, I think people are willing to pay for that, and you don't have to rely on a on a free trial or a free to use, you know, limited feature set. Yeah, if, if I try and stay away from products where they use the what I call the crack model, where the first hit's free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, our our plan, um, you know, like I said, we're in we're in private beta right now. We're accepting, you know, uh, requests and um, you know people who are interested in giving it a try. Um, we don't plan on on going out with a with a free trial or a limited use free option. Um, the reason being is the the process of implementation. While it is cloud based and it's it's primarily run through APIs, there's a lot of uh, uh, machine learning training that takes place and a lot of data cleaning and. Um, you know, it's something where we're looking for people who uh, see the value and are interested in working with us to get a proper implementation in place. Absolutely. And where can people go to sign up? Uh, they can go to our website, www.purefocus.com. They can click on the product tab and they'll see a private beta sign up form. Perfect. Uh, we need to take our second break, but when we come back, we will cover the importance of storytelling as well as Snapchat staying power. Don't go away. Georgecast with Tim Barsness will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. 
If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with FjordCast, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to FjordCast. I'm your host, Tim Barsness, and I'm here with Matt Stormoen of Pure Focus. Our first story today is from Pure Focus. It's titled, It's Not About Your Product, It's About Your Story. Uh, Matt, can you give us a little background on the article? Sure. So, um, you know, we're we're really watching at, at Pure Focus, we're watching the transformation of the digital space and um, seeing that happen and, and looking at some of the data data coming in from consumers. Uh, we're finding that consumers are uh, really interested in the, the brand itself and, and what their story is. Um, once they identify with the brand, then... Um, the product be, you know, gets into consideration. Got it. So um, how do you, as a brand, find your why? Well, I think that one of the best places to start is to watch Simon Sinek's TED Talk. I think um, you know, he did a fantastic job of explaining the power of why and, and the reason brands should start with why. Um, that the, the reality of it is, is, is it's a, it's a hard process. Um, you know, we've gone through that here and, um, you know, it's challenging to step back. We're so quick to say, you know, our product does this and does that. And, um, we're great because of these features, um, and stepping back and understanding your purpose and mission, um, of your, your brand. And that's what consumers want to know. Right. And if you're not doing that, you totally miss why they should care. Exactly. Exactly. It's the days of competing on features, uh, I think are behind us. I mean, there's uh, the cost of starting or creating businesses or products and so forth have, have come down. Um, so it's no longer about feature sets. It's about, you know, why is, why should someone buy from you versus your competitor? Absolutely. Our second story today, uh, Titled as news users slow, Snap claims comfort with Facebook's imitation game. Uh, this is an article in Ad Age. Talks about quarterly earnings from Snapchat. Um, 
overall, 286% revenue growth, which, you know, given quarters past of, of very little, um, very little revenue is not too surprising, but quarter to quarter growth has been declining. I'm curious, Matt, where do you see Snapchat going in the next 12 to 24 months? Uh, it's, it's, you know, I feel like they have a lot of opportunity, um, but I'll, I'll take a different approach on, on what I think they're missing. So if you look at the most successful platforms, what you'll, what you'll notice is, is they all created um, APIs that developers could build on top of. Yep. And that is one thing that Snapchat has not done. And I think it's hurting them tremendously. So as a, as a use case, if you look at Twitter, so Twitter, when they initially started out, they had a developer API. They were very open with it. And developers flocked to the platform. They started building great tools, um, additions, features. And then Twitter became uh, a little bit selfish with their API. And they cut it off. Well, they upset a lot of developers. And if you chart their growth uh, peak and decline, you can almost align it with their API openness. So when when Jack came back to Twitter you know, a year ago, one of his number one goals was to reestablish relationships with developers because that's what helps platforms establish critical mass. Yeah, it's going to be tough once you've lost their trust to gain it back, though. Yep, that's right. Absolutely. So th- so I think with um, you know with Snapchat, I think it's I think they have a tremendous opportunity, but I think that opening up an API to allow iteration iterations on top of their platform could be one of the most powerful moves they could make. And we'll see if they do it. Uh, we are out of time, so that's it for today on Fjordcast. Matt, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. You can find Pure Focus online at purefocus.com or reach them by phone 310-341-2100. Matt's email is matt at purefocus.com. And thank you to our listeners for joining us. You can download episodes of our program by going to cranberry.fm or subscribing to the the show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited 